weapons and smile as nice as you can and move slowly and do exactly as I say. This is not Santa. It's one of Santa's little helpers. God damn it! Santa is going to find out who is naughty or nice. They're protecting their master. of that strange show episode 170 170 welcome back to another festive and full of ooey gooey goodness kind of episode of that strange show we've got santa's little helpers running around in case you're wondering about all that slapping yes they're naked here's a gingerbread cookie guy now put an axe in that guy's head God damn right. Hope you enjoyed last week's endeavor into the wacky world of what the fuck is going on right now. We talked about Nazis and the stuff they're into. Oh, yeah. Grizzly Adams showed up. Think he uh, fuck, fucked a couple things up, right? Slightly. Yeah. He fucked it up and then he died. He did die. Uh, <laughs> we like, were, you know what? We're talking uh, 1989's Elves. They don't work for Santa anymore. It's a fucking classic. <laughs> it was. It is a classic. It oh, is a classic. Man. It's 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 on a. It was on a best and worst list. Yeah, I was just gonna say I don't want to start talking about it again because then we're gonna fucking start talking about it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Remember that movie? I do, I do, I do, I do. Ooh. <laughs> uh. You can hear the sleigh bells ringling, dingling, ding, ding, do. <laughs> Dude, what? <laughs> right? You don't like the dingling part? Is, they say dingling. It's just an awful lot tonight with dingalings. It was the do. The do that did it. The do did it. Yeah, the dude doing the do, do, man. Remember that? Jerome's Dream? Great yes, band. Actually. Great band. I do. So, uh,. It's Christmas season. Funny. We're buying shit for our loved ones. What have you guys been up to? What have you guys been doing? I saw you guys were at the uh, Bright Nights. We did that. Oh, uh, yeah. Thank you. To the there's something you can fucking do in 2020 where you don't have to fucking get, even out, of get out of your car or be in contact with anyone. And you can still spend time with your family and get into the holiday spirit. Yes. Nice if somebody wasn't driving behind us with their fucking headlights that, on the whole time. Just, I mean, it's 2020, so fucking of course they were. I want to clarify to people, when you drive into Bright Nights in the wonderful Forest Park of Springfield, Massachusetts. Hey, shout out to uh, uh, my area. If you want, you want to be part of the problem, then join us in the line. Yeah. 
unless I'm working and doing deliveries in the area, then then don't go because yeah. you screw up my night. But so when you're going in there, they got everything. The people scan you in, boop, and you do virtual tickets only now. Oh, but when shit. you're going in it's at the station, they they have like the low. Which, by the way, how low is the budget this year, Bright Nights? That your own in park radio station was in and out, cutting in the, and out the entire the time. time. Entirely. Like it was losing its signal while we're in the place where the signal is only supposed to be. It was, <laughs> but as you're going in, there's different signs as you're going in. And the last sign before you go in is parking lights only. Yeah. Yeah. And I told so you that there are a couple spots where it's a little tricky, but you can get it. <laughs> I turn, mean, come on, buddy. You're not driving around with no headlights. Just. The low dim parking. Yeah, the dim and it tells you as we're pulling in, and I see the lights going click, 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 yeah. click. I click, mean, click, click. It's what you no do. Click. And the no click was the guy directly behind it's us the like whole because time. Because we pulled in all like, oh, it's this is gonna I be think, nice, and it's family time with the Christmas I music. And this guy's know. like, this guy's like, hey, hey, I'm here to remind you that it's 2020. Yeah. An angel would know this, and anybody from the area would know this that it. it cuts into two lanes and then it dumps you into one lane yeah and it's a take your turn kind of thing let a car go cargo let a car go cargo kind of thing and we went with the car in front of us and we totally cut the guy off so you're an so asshole I think, so i think that that was like oh you're so gonna- you ruined our fucking experience Thanks so mandy lot, mandy all i took away oh. from this story is that you guys went to bright nights and ryan ruined it i mean yeah, pretty much. That's what it sounds like now. Obviously, somebody wasn't full of the Christmas spirit behind me and go, you know what? He deserves it. Well done, Max. Serves them right, though, you old loving sickly sweet knob sucking cheermonger. I really don't like them. Mm-mm. No, I don't. At least one of your children is unplanned. If you drive a, if you drive a Kia, <laughs> if you drive a Kia. Oh man! It's a nice, affordable vehicle. It is. It is. Isn't yours brand new? Because uh, what's his name? Charlie. Didn't Charlie get oh, you a new yeah. Kia Soul? Uh, Frank. Frank. Crazy, Frank. crazy old Frank with his money blowing into the street, and he's out in the street. Oh um, no! No no, out, no! no! Not in the street. No, anybody that's ever been in an accident, when the cops show up and they look at the other guy that you got in the accident with, and, and then they look at you and they go, "Yeah, dude, you're good. Just go home. We got this. We're you got this. Shit, fucking Frank. Hey, Frank. Oh, the cop pulled up and went, "Oh, it's fucking Frank." And I was like, <laughs> "Awesome to the cop." <laughs> you're like, oh, so, who's like so Frank? Frank drunk, and they're like, "I maybe." Maybe. You know, we just let him out last night. I don't know why. <laughs> Frank just left the station. Of course. So, right nights. I do want to say that we did get into a mad dash to try to cram as much of the Mandalorian in before yeah. before before we had it all spoiled we for us. Standing on watching it, and yeah, we're like, oh my god, everyone's like posting spoilers and shit. And normally we do give spoilers on here, but since Angel hasn't either, like we're gonna just. Thank you. Cool it on that for now, but I will say it is like fucking living up to the expect, like even better than last season. 
I mean, I think in general, this is kind of like a series that Star Wars fans needed. Like, oh, fucking John Favreau. You know, I feel like it's what we needed right now. So I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying it. And I mean, you can't get enough of that fucking of that baby, that little fucking baby. Yeah. I mean, little baby Yoder. Yeah. They reveal his name. Yeah, I heard that got ruined. You did hear that? I mean, that you couldn't miss. But you know what? I still like Baby Yoda. Yeah, Baby Yoda. I mean, he's forever gonna be Baby Yoda. Wacky wacky. Are you? I come at you. Zaki Wacky. Chef Zach. I look at me. I look. Is this a fucking joke? No, Chef. Zaki Wacky. Fuck off with you. Ryan brought up that we did not watch uh, the new Creep Show holiday special that which just came out yesterday. But Angel, you did. Yes. So no spoilers on that for us. But it was okay. fucking dope. Some of the cut-ins and stuff that they had for transitions were great. Special effects were great. Storyline was awesome. Nice. I I hope they keep that ball rolling. Yeah. Did it redeem itself? For the last special that they for, put out, for me, yes. Well, it's live for, action. Yeah, for me, yes. Was it more of that old school creep show feel? Correct. Now, my only question is: is from the trailer that we watched, I actually got more of an actual original creep yeah. show feel, and a little bit less Nicotero's new imagining. Correct. Right. Correct. So it's a little bit more throwback. Yeah, hundred percent. And you just didn't like the animated one at all. You I didn't said like, really. Yeah, I, did, yeah. I really didn't like that. The stories were good. I just didn't yeah, like the animation. Yeah, you didn't like the animation. Yeah, so, but uh, yeah, this is definitely a uh, step up nice. uh, from, from, from that. Seri- and the, actually, yeah. I think even production-wise from uh, what they have out so far. That's what I was going to say from the yeah. series right now. Yeah, yeah. The new series. So, I mean, like well, I a said, lot of people were 50, 50 on that, you know, yeah. I mean, I think it definitely did have a lot. I mean, obviously it's new, so it's going to be different, yeah. but I would like to see something that's more like reminiscent of the original creep shows. Yeah. 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 Definitely. But, uh, so I'm excited to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, I, uh, I, I was, well, I believe, yeah. While you guys were, at Bright Nights, Bright I was watching. Night. I was watching the Thing, mm-hmm. uh, 2011 film. People say it's a a remake, but it's mm-hmm. not. It's actually a prequel. I mean, right. if you watch it all the way to the yeah. end, no. you know, yeah. yeah, they go um, right up to the they go yeah. right up to the to the yeah. Kurt Russell film. Yeah, but uh, I I I don't know about you guys, but this I feel is like CGI aside it was like yeah. the CGI is what nine years ago. Uh, right. It's kind of, you know, uh. but uh, and I know that they had changed like a lot of the practical stuff that they had done. They washed with the CGI. But this uh, to me, this movie, um, I think it's a it's a great prequel to the thing. It doesn't it doesn't have the same feel as the right. original John Carpenter. But uh, no. I feel like uh, on the rewatch, I, I was just like. You know, because I, I I did like the movie regularly, but then with the tie in, like Ryan said at the end, I was like, this is like a this is perfect, like a perfect yeah. marriage. You know, uh, of- honestly, on the subject of that tie in, what I really loved about that is I me personally, I didn't see the tie in coming till mm-hmm. it was happening. Yeah. Never occurred to me throughout the whole film 
what was happening. And I love when they do because they're not the only movie that's done that. Other Correct. movies have done that, but a lot of movies you kind of catch on to it. Yeah. Right. As you're watching it, this one until that scene at the end with yeah. the helicopter and the dog was happening, that's when you're like, ooh, ooh, you're Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they have like the 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 guy that slit his wrists, the guy that slit his wrists and all that stuff, leaning back in right. the chair. I was like, oh, that's yeah. from when the, Matt goes to them to check it out, and I was just like, this is fucking awesome. So I thought, like I said. Other than the overuse of, and that's obviously out of the control of, you know, the art department when the fucking studio says like, you know what? I want, I want the tentacles to be more like flicking around the room. You ever seen yeah. scorpions get over here? I want some of that. Like, fuck. <laughs> you know? And I think that was uh, right around the time it had already snowed and all that. So it was like, yeah. Perfect, you know. So I want to watch the uh, eighty-two. So pretty soon, uh, see how that goes. got this 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 thing popped up here said heat seal d's uh husband has the fright of his life after finding wife's x-rated aldi's purchase what <laughs> yeah let me break this down go for it let me break this down because i don't want to i don't want to read it verbatim but yeah so just what would you do in a situation where you go outside to your recycling bin and you find what appears to be, if I'm guessing by this, you think you just found a uh, container for uh, for vibrator. I mean, let's just say it straight out for uh, what it is there. Yeah, it's a, a vibrador. Attention, men everywhere. Your wife has a vibrator. <laughs> Sometimes they just don't want you. They want they want the vibrator from they want the vibrator from Aldi's. I would not be surprised if you found some fucking bootleg vibrator at Aldi because they have some random ass shit in those aisles. Like they you do. never know what you're gonna find. Because like you instead of like uh goldfish, you buy gold whales at Aldi's. You get a neck massager. Yeah, they have those there. And that's that's but that's also a vibrator. I mean it's shaped like it could fit right there in the V. Excuse me, I have some questions about this neck massager here I found. That said V in your head went around. Yes. So, no, sir, minute, that, is not, that is not for anal pleasure, sir. That is only for vaginal. If it's for vaginal, it can also be for anal. Well, it depends on the shape, bro, so relax. Uh, you going to stick a rabbit up your ass? What? <laughs> I'll be back here. Oh, my God. Did There's you see the more? picture? There's a photo. She took to Facebook to share the photo of the inconspicuous package. Yeah. With the caption, my husband husband found this in the recycling and was wondering what I bought at Aldi. Okay, that's funny. 
Why does it have two nuts it's got, on the end of it? <laughs> well, well, Ryan, so Ryan. So be more realistic, honey. But be more descriptive. The littlest it, nuts. The littlest. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's like a, that's like a, like, that's like a, this man used steroids yeah. nuts. Like, this is, this is the size of the nuts make it look bigger than it is. Wait, I have a question, though, because she said, uh, when I told him it was the packaging to the cordless shaver, he just looked at me strangely. She wrote in the Aldi Moms group. So there's a mo- like an Aldi's Moms group on Facebook. Wow. There's a Moms it's group for everything. everything. Huh. <laughs> this one's for the Aldi's Moms group. Uh, Crispin Ooh. Glover. Uh, is the lover Crispin Glover set as series regular for HBO Max's psychological thriller Red Bird Lane? Uh, from nice. uh, the director of Hannibal, they always use this stock, like, yeah, photo of him, of him. In, yeah, absolutely, every time of the uh, him and the, uh, the, the rats from Ben, right? If I'm not mistaken, is that from Ben Willard? Willard, Willard, Willard. Ben's Ben's uh, Michael Jackson, right? Is Michael Jackson's rat, yeah, rat friend. Uh, so it says here in the wake of brand new horror movie Smiley Face Killers, which he's the the main guy with the yep. weird face. Yeah. Uh, we've learned this week that Crispin Glover has booked his next gig. Uh, says uh, you know Glover from Friday the Thirteenth, the final chapter. Willard. Uh, they left off Back to the Future. I don't know why. Because that's a sore subject with Crispin Glover. Oh, okay. He's like, you yeah. can use the stock photo from yeah. Willard and don't mention that I was on Back to the Future or get your fucking hands off her. <laughs> Just starts flashing back. <laughs> you ever see when he does the spin kick on David Letterman and he almost yeah. kicks him oh, in the head? Oh, man. Yeah, that yeah. was cringe. Yeah. Uh, so it says uh, James Urbanic. Jamie Clinton, Clayton, Raya Kilstead, uh, Grantham Coleman. Uh, those are going to be reoccurring characters. And Damon, nice. Damon Deobob will guest star. Uh, the series follows eight strangers who arrive at an isolated house, all for different reasons. Upon their mysterious and coincidental arrival, the strangers realize that something sinister and terrifying awaits them. Glover will play Jonah, a bad man who arrives at the mysterious house in the center of the thriller for money. So, hmm. Let's see. Maybe he'll... Uh, I wonder what kind of bad guy he's going to play. It's really hard to determine anything that yeah. Crispin Glover... Now, here's an interesting oh, question. Like a clue. Crispin Glover. <laughs> yeah. Is, is it... Is it all performance art, or is he just fucked up? I think he's just weird. I think he's uh, it's it's a little bit he's of just a, his own person. Yeah, A and yeah, B. Yeah, I always kind of got the feeling that it was performance art that only he would get. Think I think so? it's th- yeah, I think it's that and the fact that he knows he's so weird, he can just do that shit. Yeah. I mean, like, cause yeah. there's. It's it's almost it could to me. And then it, he it, just uses that as the reason why. Well, it's art. <laughs> I was because I, I always got like the slight feel it the 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 air of like an Andy Kaufman 
esque always performing like but I'm on the only one in on the joke mm-hmm. kind of thing like because I've seen it's if you go over his Letterman appearances over there it almost became a gag him coming on there yeah because show up with like weird wigs on his head and these weird outfits and shit and he'd start arguments over nonsense yeah but that it all culminates to me with that album he put out yeah with that amazing song clowny clown clown I was walking on the ground, I didn't make a sound Then I turned around and I saw a clown Had a frown, stood on a mound Started barking like a hound That's a great one But with that album where he put the the met he put his own personal that album is terrifying. By put the his way. Own personal cell phone number nightmares because the album's a code, oh. and if you crack the code, you can unlock his mind. You call the number, which goes directly to him, and you can tell him What's what the code? I understand, and he will tell you if you're right or wrong. So like some cult shit. Come join me. I, Come join that's me, the baby. thing is, I don't know if it's... There's another place inside my what, mind. What if when everything's off, he's just normal? Could be. Uh, but I guess we'll see. Uh, Redbird Lane is uh, written by Sarah Grant. Uh, you might know her from Southland uh, and directed by uh, Hard Candy, Hannibal David Slade. Uh, the cast is also going to include Susan Sarandon and uh, oh, Kiersey, Kiersey Clemens. So, uh, get your HBO Max subscribes and uh, get in the Glover, right? Get on with the no Glover. No love, no love. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, speaking of no glove, no love, no pea soup for you. We have brought this up before about uh, they were doing the uh, the Exorcist remake. Oh yeah. Uh, so, so Fredkin. Fredkin says, not enough money in the world. Uh, he says uh, to assure that he's not involved with the new take. That's uh, promising. On the uh, Exorcist. So he goes, there's a rumor on IMDb that I'm involved with the new version of the Exorcist. It's a flat out lie. There's not enough money or motivation in the world to get me to do this. So. Wow. Now, is that out of spite? mental spite or mental scarring I don't know. from the first endeavor? Or is mm-hmm. it, does he know something we don't know? I, I just think there's, the remake? maybe he's just saying, like, let, let things lay where they yeah. lay, you know? Oh, yeah, I agree. So, like, I did I that. I did that already. Yeah. I don't want to do I, that again. I think it's just it's getting to a point where it's like calm the fuck down. Yeah. No, really, like yeah. it is. It's like why are we just And this was the Exorcist was one of those films that I never would have thought in a million years that they would try to do again. I don't think they should. No, they shouldn't. I like, mean, if they're doing this, then why not? Yeah. Then why not Jaws? Oh. Just do it. Just do it already. It's probably they did. It's called the Meg. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. Exactly right. There you go. Terrible. Everyone loved it. Everyone did love it. People loved it. I liked it. It wasn't it wasn't terrible. Terrible. Exactly. It wasn't terrible. It's not gonna be Jaws. And some people think Jaws is terrible. It's just those and they're and those and they're wrong. Yeah. We know. We know. Yeah. That's that that is we can agree on that. That is one hundred percent. You're wrong. If you not, don't like Jaws, you're wrong. There's not enough money in the world for me not to like Jaws. But yeah, it's I mean, but I'm yeah. not I'm not on board. So I'm over here with Friedkin. You are? Yeah. You're like, bro. Like, that's one of those pedestal films that yeah. you just don't touch. Like yeah, and that's and that's the thing. I feel like they're gonna have some big shoes to fill, like uh, other movies they've done over the years. You know, with the reboot, Texas Chainsaw, and all that stuff. I feel uh, like like those became uh, like throwaway, throwaway fucking yeah. remakes and reboots. You know, it's just cash grab shit. I personally like, think Texas Chainsaw though is a is a is a that's a, that's a that's a story and plot device that you can do that with. Yeah, but you you're never gonna be able to. They're, what they're trying to capture is that that first film. Right. They're not Essence. going to no. because they're making they they're making slasher films. Yeah, where there wasn't a slasher film right. to begin with. Correct. They're not it following the, the same grit. formula. It loses a lot of the grit and like the. They're not this... doing close-ups on people's eye sockets and. No. Nah, yeah. No. And they also don't have like fifty thousand dollars to get it done. They have millions, yeah. so they're like, "Oh, we could do whatever we want." Chainsaw those legs off instead of just hinting at it. Yeah. Let's put CGI blood and everything. Yeah. Right. So uh, yeah, so uh, the exorcist. You know, scares me is the amount of CGI that this movie is going to have in it is going to be compared. They had yeah. no CGI in the first one. They oh, broke. They did. They broke that poor girl's yeah. back. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Making that movie. You no, know, you didn't do it right. You go back. You fucking go back. Down. You did. You break her you back. Go, no, you didn't do it right. Yeah, you know, I was, you know who else broke her back, right? Oh, like a Rick James, bitch. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> he broke her back wall. Oh, man. All right. So speaking of back wall, uh, Carrie uh, has been impeached. Uh, Jim Carrey is done playing Joe Biden on SNL. I heard that this was voluntarily. Uh, I think he got signed. This just it's the joke. It's the joke because he was playing the president. Uh, But he was only uh, signed signed on to do uh, six weeks worth of work for uh, uh, SNL. So uh, it's not like he's doing anything else. No. So we'll see. I think people will be like, no, like we want you to do it. I'm going to guarantee you that Alec Baldwin had a six week. He got four years. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, though, because in here he says, uh, I would love to. He tweeted on Saturday saying, I would love to go forward knowing that Biden was the victor because I nailed that shit. But I am just one in a long line of proud fighting SNL Bidens. So maybe they have plans to use somebody else that's on the show since it's going to be obviously somebody they're going to be mm-hmm. using a lot. So maybe just easier to have that 
person on the cast versus paying Jim Carrey that salary for, you know what I'm saying, to have him come back. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Um, that Jim Carrey money. I'd like to see them bring back Sudeikis. Yeah. That's who, who's played him in the past. His, his yeah. button was yeah. awesome. I feel like you would do it. It yeah. was not Biden at all. I just want to point that out. Like it was not a good actual impression of okay. Biden, but it was a good impression of of just like your your favorite old uncle. Uh says uh Alec Baldwin also since we're on this uh overjoyed to lose SNL job playing Donald Trump. <laughs> he said I don't believe I've ever been this overjoyed to lose a job before. It will be comforting when we have a president who doesn't tweet twice as much as I do. Oh, shit. They're going to need an enormous shipment of tissues sent to Mar-a-Lago. On to my next wish. Uh, Kristen Wiig is hosting tonight. Well, not tonight for people listening, but tonight for us recording. And it says uh, a new Biden may be seen Ooh. on that show. So I wonder what she's pushing. Uh, wonder Woman 1984. That's probably the only thing she's yeah. got. Hey, watch Absolutely. this. Watch my terrible Chitara. Yeah. Oh, the creep show one was was way better. Our speculation from last week was better than what we're yeah. I've only seen the Kristen Wig as the fully mutated yeah. uh version of that. There's only like a real quick snippet of her in the trailer. And it looks terrible. And it looks awful. So hopefully they fixed it though, because you know sometimes they do they they throw out the trailers just like the Sonic the Hedgehog. They threw that out and people were like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. And they're like, "Psych!" Oh God! I, I've never seen yeah. so many angry people in the Dorkening. <laughs> it was frightening, dude. It was gross. Like Leo never yells. But then the movie wasn't even that. The movie wasn't even that bad though. No, it wasn't. I liked it. Was it was pretty good. It was good. I was like, James Marsden, come on, bro. He was good. I liked it. I liked it a it lot. It was little fashion Jim Carrey in yeah. it. Just silly, stupid. Dude, do you know that, that whole scene? That whole scene where he's dancing in the bus? It was improv. Yes, it was. That's the beauty of Jim. Maybe he's starting to feel like himself. No, he's not. Yeah. I'm not even going to act like he's back in reality. Nah, man. He's... uh. Making money as a painter, uh, not as Joe Biden. Jim Carrey is out of a job, so I'm sure I'm, I'm sure he'll manage. Yeah, he'll he'll be all right. Stimulus checks are coming, guys. He hasn't needed to work since 1996. Oh, you mean since fucking Pet Detective? No, since Dumb and Dumber. Fucking <laughs> what did the little kid said? Was well, petting the bird? Pretty bird. Yeah, can you say pretty bird? Pretty bird. Yes, pretty bird. Pretty bird. Polly want a crowd call. Pretty bird. Was- pretty bird. Pretty oh, yeah. Bird. I just thought it was real quiet. Yeah. I'm watching this going, why did this work so much better yeah. back then when they attempted it? Because, I mean... It was a fair attempt at a sequel. But no, it was oh, terrible. Just, it was so bad. They shouldn't have done it. Because they're old now? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think so. I really do. That Jeff Daniels just not it trying. It didn't work for me. Yeah, no, he was he was not trying at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or just uh, yeah. Um, Had its moments. Yeah, mm. the ni- the early nineties for comedy were great. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, so um, I got a couple trailers here from our buddies at Marketing Macabre, uh, the Spiritualist. Um, I don't know if you guys want to watch it real quick. All right. So the spiritualist is now available on VOD platforms, iTunes, Amazon, Vudu, Google Play, Xbox, Vimeo, Hoopla, YouTube, Terror TV, Shiver TV, Flix Fling, Tubi, and the Cult Movie Network, courtesy of Midnight Releasing. They get around. So a little synopsis here for that one. It says, Laura, suffering horrific night terrors and sleep paralysis, believes the sinister spirit haunting her is the ghost of her mother. Scared and desperate, she reaches out to the spiritualist to host a seance with her friends in hopes to find an answer. Uh, It looked like from the trailer that when they got to holding hands, all hell broke loose. Can't be conjuring. No. Because then that's how you get, uh, what's her name, Far- Farminga? Farminga starts showing up. We can fix it. No, you're making it worse. <laughs> Here, you got hold a demon. The- stop, per- stop poking it. Yeah, you got demons. So um, it does look like uh, some sort of, uh, you know, like they're at a church or some like high grand castle or something. It looks, it looks pretty uh, spiritual, I guess, supernatural horror. To an extent, there was like a guy who was like, "You don't know what that witch has done." So we might not, we we might not never know. I wonder how it'll end. But you can watch that on Tubi and all the other platforms I mentioned ahead. Um, second one is hacksaw. What could have been an easy plane rides turned into a two-day road trip? I just want to say thank you. What do you know about this place? A guy named Ed Crow used to work in this hospital, killed a bunch of people. There's no coming out of there. So it says Hacksaw cuts into VOD on January 5th from. I get it. Get it. Uh, again, from. Uh, dude, they get around. Midnight releasing. Uh, nice. The uh, poster uh, looks pretty cool. But the tagline is Some legends are true. Uh, so it says uh, synopsis here A young couple on a road trip takes a detour to the site where a notorious murderer, Ed Hacksaw Crow became an urban legend on the day he was killed many years before. 
but they quickly find the legend may not be quite as dead as they were counting on. Oh. So, horror slasher. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a good old-fashioned slasher. Good time. Look, borderline splatter to me. Yeah, there was some... There was some I want to know what they're about to do with that power drill, yeah, because... There were some tools, uh, that was a... That trailer was very entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So uh, it's uh, the main cast is Amy K, uh, Brian Patrick Butler, Courtney Palm, uh, and Sadie Katz as DJ Cassidy. So, so uh, look out for that uh, through midnight releasing on uh, video on demand. So, uh, and they also got best slasher film at the Monster of Horror Film Festival. So. I really, I really uh, like that that hacksaw one, but uh, you know what else is up my alley? And I think I think Ryan's been waiting for this too, because it's up his his alley too. Because Ryan Ryan runs around in his loincloth. I know he doesn't want me to tell people, but his little fucking his little horn because he's a Viking. I dude for Robert Eggers, I am whatever. Whatever. whatever the situation calls for, I am so happy that they have announced that they have wrapped filming on the yeah. Northmen. Yeah. And I, there's no, it's everything that Eggers has done has killed it. It's killed it. And he's getting better. The lighthouse, the witch was good. Yeah. The witch was good. The witch was really good. But the lighthouse, Angel, you still haven't seen it. No. You bag of shit. <laughs> it's lighthouse was just transcendental to me. It was, and I like it, and I liked it because of the, all the visual aspects of it. I liked it because of the acting, the characters, the way it was filmed, all of that. Amazing. It was one of those movies though that I still left at the end. Like, what did I just watch? Like, I feel like I need to watch it again. I appreciate it, and I think it was awesome, but some of it lost me. And maybe I'm stupid. Maybe I'm just an idiot, and I didn't get it. But I I took Lighthouse as being his. Well, it was clearly inspired. It was clearly inspired by a similar uh, true story about a whole group of lighthouse keepers that had vanished. Uh, There's a whole haunted... uh, Lighthouse folklore, story, folklore? Or folklore of uh, well, some of these the wikis would vanish, yeah, because they'd be up there for months, yeah, and I months they're, they're, in complete iso- in complete isolation, and these guys going nuts was a regular thing. I got, I got, it was just an insanity trip of like yeah. being stuck there. But but what I loved about the ending is it left you going. All aspects that you just watched. Now you don't know if any of it happened or That's what's going saying. on. Like you don't even know if you you don't even you don't know if any of it transpired. If it was all in somebody's head. If there was supernatural things going on, it was fucking great. And especially the last it's the last few minutes yeah. of it is what derails you completely. So, um, but the Northman's coming. I love his attention to detail. I mean, in the world of cinema, Egger's attention to detail is unparalleled. Wow. That's that's a fact. Yeah, I agree. That's a complete fact, especially Especially with... Especially after watching The Lighthouse, yeah. 
especially with the witch right out the yeah, gate the yeah. guy the guy had historians going where yeah. did you find the wood they nailed it on yeah the stitching he, the, he doesn't the skim way they used every article of clothing every little detail of it 100% authentic yeah. i i'm expecting nothing less with northman um and it's stacked yeah on top of it, you got Alexander Skarsgård, Nicole Kidman, uh, Anya Joy, or Anya Taylor Joy, of course, getting back in on it. Yep. Uh, Ethan Hawke, yep. uh, Bjork, mm-hmm. and and Willem Dafoe is oh back. So now, this making films with this guy is such an experience that people are coming back. Yeah. I mean, Anya Taylor-Joy has had a very promising and budding career since The Witch. No one knew about her before that, and now she stars in whatever the the chess movie or the chess show. But she's an M. Night Shyamalan character now. So, like, she's cemented. But then you're getting Defoe. I don't imagine him... Being willing to come back for many things, he's he's straight. I mean, well, it's 2020 though. They just announced he's coming back for green as Green Goblin. So, yeah. Uh, so the other thing is, uh, uh, Eggers uh, co-wrote this with a, a dude uh, named Sejorn Bijir Sigurason from Iceland. Uh, but uh, he's got some. Looking at through his work here, he's got some poetry, uh, some stage stuff, and it's all like crazy named. But uh, he's got a lot of collaborations with Bjork. Uh, <laughs> I love I love that Eggers isn't even classifying it as a horror. Yeah, it's a Viking revenge saga. Yeah. So, but uh, he's he's had work on uh, lyrics. He wrote the lyrics for the song featured in the film Dancer in the Dark. Uh, and the soundtrack on that Selma songs uh, written in collaboration with Lars von Trier. Um, he's got another movie uh, that he's he wrote the screenplay uh, and co-writer on for that. It's called the uh, Ray Rake Javik Whale Watching Massacre. It uh, came out in 2009. Uh, it says a tale of, ter- of a group of terrorists who go on a whale watching expedition. Uh, during the expedition, the ship breaks down and they are picked up by a nearby whaler. The fish billies in the vessel have just gone bust and everything goes out of control. Interesting. So. Maybe Eggers needed that that little shing of Icelandic authenticity. Yeah. Because yeah. Mandy's bringing up pictures of this guy and he looks like he could tell you the entire history of the country of Iceland. Yeah. So I'm expecting grit. Yeah. I'm expecting well I'm expecting yeah. blood everywhere. Well, Vikings as a whole are very brutal. Brutal. Oh. So I'm interested in I'm you know what I'm interested in seeing Defoe turn into a Viking because Lighthouse, you would have had me convinced that he was born in the fucking yeah. in the eighteen hundreds. Like yeah. that dude Defoe is just another animal. It's just another animal of actor. So uh, no, no, no date for release has been set, but uh, it's wrapped. So um, 
Uh, I'm assuming I'm any, hope- any day now. I'm hoping. Part part of me is hoping. HBO Max. Uh, no, part, yeah, probably end up on HBO Max. But part of me is hoping that, in true Eggers fashion, that he's that he made all of these actors learn the language. Yeah. Oh my god. Because that would. I mean, if he if he honestly if he cheaps out. Hello, it, love. Welcome to Iceland. <laughs> That's not right. Yeah. <laughs> Defoe, Defoe screaming and throwing shit at people. This Hello, is mate. how you speak Icelandic. Hello, mate. Like, oh, I already know how to speak. I can yeah, Defoe speak speaks it already. Yeah. I just do it in my off time. Little known fact, he actually is from Iceland. Oh, well. so, who is? I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> hey, you got me. Gotcha. gotcha. Hey, you got me. Uh, all right, so uh, looking forward to that. Um, I do need to watch The Lighthouse. So maybe I'll do that. You need to get on that because it's on Amazon Prime. It is. Like I have it saved to my 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 Fire tablet, so I can watch it even when I don't have Wi-Fi. I love that movie that much. It is one of my favorite all-time films. Wow. And it really is weird to say that it stars Robert Pattinson. Interesting. Hey, that's how good Eggers is. Is he brings out. Well, uh, uh, let's not detract from the the fact that Robert Pattinson is a good actor. I, I'll give you that. <laughs> I've never seen him in anything that wh- anything actually. Okay. Except Harry Potter, when he was mm-hmm. Cedric Diggory. That's Wait, the only what? time I've seen him in anything else. All right. So the Northman cometh. The Northman cometh from the north with revenge and bloodlust. If there's a Northman, though, is there a Southman? Ooh, the saga the, continues. The opposite of Northman? Yeah, I guess. That's then, an It's Always Sunny reference. And then they meet in the middle, and they and they scissor. Oh, my God. He, Ladies and gentlemen, he just scissored his fingers in front of the camera. So is this the way? Uh, wrong turn trailer uh, goes back into the trap filled woods. Did you know that this was in production? No, I actually saw somebody post about this in a group. Yeah, like, hey, look at this. Is it needed? And the general consensus was no. Yep. But I think the general consensus was one and two were cool. Everything else, fuck off. Was two the one with Henry Rollins? Because oh I did, God. I did like that one. That was that one was so it wasn't so much Rollins, it was how gory it was. That one was a straight up splatter film. Yeah. Like I, nobody died without like a without ten gallons of blood splashing around. So there I guess this is a reboot. Um or you know, some kind it of It is a, a reimagining. Is it? It's a it's a complete reimagining of the original storyline. Okay, so it's going back all the way to 2003. Starting this is over basically. Starting completely over. It's about people hiking on the Appalachian Trail. Oh. So it's like an extension of it. It's people hiking down the Appalachian Trail and they run into a group called the Foundation that is a community of people who have lived uh, in the mountains since before the Civil War. You talking about Jesco White? Basically. And they don't like outsiders coming in. So. I told her she make me goddamn sloppy eggs one more time. 
<laughs> but I mean, they I threw in the... Matthew Modine. Okay. Damian Moffey. Oh, how we know him? Yep. Bill Sage, Emma Dumont, Valerie Jane Parker, Cheney Moreau. Okay. And David Hutchinson. Oh wow! From uh, American Horror Story. That's the that is the uh, the cast in that. There is a trailer. I would like to hit play on this. All right, let's do it. Do you know what we wouldn't have found if we would have stayed on the trail? The waterfall, the cliff. What is that? People know but don't talk about. Except in whispers, like a ghost story. Sweet land of liberty. We don't bother them. And they don't bother us. But anyone who goes up there. What is this place? They don't come back. It's happened before. Descendants of these people are still living up there on the mountain? They would be the foundation on which a new nation would be built. From every mountain, but are they are they mutants? <laughs> no, because uh, I believe that Alan wrote the first movies. Uh, and then he's reimagining his own work. So they're so, like a colony, a cult, uh, something. Yeah, it sounded like a cult. I think Matthew Modine is Jesco White. Yeah. It looked like I he might so. just happen to be involved. Yeah. So they go in the woods and they die. They die. Um, That's that. Yeah. So it says here, Damien McFay plays Morgan with the deer skull. Yeah, he's one of the ones. So yeah. he was the main guy there that they showed in the trailer. Yeah, and it says Bill Sage is the Ram Skull. Oh, that's the one in the trailer. Yeah. So they wear skulls. Yeah, looks like it. Looks like uh, and fur bodies. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm liking the uh, the Wendigo. Maybe the dingo ate your baby. It looks it looks like it's gonna be nonstop. Uh, Honestly, if it lost me anywhere, it was the backwards R. <laughs> I was like, oh, wrong turn. 
Are you ready? <laughs> That's what's, you know, it's 2021 when this comes out. And so, they still haven't learned. You know. Still haven't learned. But uh, maybe, well, I mean, Alan's rewriting his own movie, so maybe he knows something we don't know. Like, hey, I so got I better. At, like, better. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like, you know. Like here's here's everything that I did wrong. Yeah, looking back, I this is what I wanted to do, maybe, you know. It's like uh, yeah. it's like it's like Evil Dead Two. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, here's what I would have yeah. done with the budget. I, I, that you makes know? sense. Or he was like, you know what? They already had mutants, and the hills have eyes. You know what? Let's just make right. these regular He's ass like, people. Fuck, I fucked that up. Yeah. I gotta, I'm gonna go back and just erase that. We're gonna try again. But yeah, so wrong turn uh, coming sometime soon. Um, nice. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, the Changeling is changing. Another remake. It's just like dude, that's what I'm saying. Like that's all it fucking you know, is now. Um, Nobody's had time over, in all of this over. being stuck at home to like try to come up with anything new. Yeah. They're just watching a movie at home one night. Like you know what? I can do what that. I, I here's do what that. I could do. Yeah. Yeah, that's what Alan did. He was watching Wrong Turn, and he was like, I could make that better. <laughs> I don't like You know what I should have done right there? You know what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Uh, so uh, the 1980 uh, 80s horror classic, The Changeling, uh, is getting an update. Uh, it says Anders Engstrom, uh, whose credits include episodes of Taboo and Hannah. I think Hannah's uh, the uh, series... Uh, version of that movie uh, with the the spy kid. She was like a killer, right? Yeah. I, no, I know. I know of it. Yeah. So uh, it says uh, we'll take on the ghost story of a musician who loses his wife and daughter in a car accident, and then moves into a house that turns out to be haunted. Uh, the original film, directed by Peter Medak, was released in the eighties and starred George C. Scott. And it was a creepy ass movie. So I don't know. I feel about this, but I guess new eyes, new ideas, you know, I don't, let's see, you know, hopefully there's not a lot of uh, jump scares uh, because the movie yeah. had an, uh, an ambiance to it. You should I've check it out. I've never seen Changeling. It's very slow. Very slow. I don't have a but, problem uh, with that. I like Robert Eggers. Yeah, but uh, it's very spooky, very off offsetting. Um, so. But yeah, I guess that's that's coming too. So, um, you know, you should be uh, try try to be a little more like Eggers and come up with some original content. Right. That's but, uh, what I'm saying. They're cranking out the North Bay. You know what? Fucking Vikings. Let's yeah, yeah. do it. Vikings. And, and like Nicole revenge. Kidman signs on. Like yeah. people want to do some yeah. original shit. Right. So, but like like I think as like I said, uh, being familiar with a with a franchise or genre um that translates to money instantly so right. you know someone might be like the northman and not pick it up not knowing eggers work but if they're like oh there's a new halloween that's like a insta sell you right. know what i mean exactly so, i get it but it's like right eh, come on dude but you, you know? can there's a difference though because you can make them good though they're not. They just cram it full of every stereotype well, and yeah. trope. Yeah. And that's the go, thing. This, people will love this. They love this. And oh, this did good in this 
movie that they yeah. put out last year. So we'll yeah. put that in this as yeah. well. And that's the thing. Uh, Halloween's been redone three times. Uh, what is it? Two times? Three times in my lifetime? Two times? Once. Once? Well. Rob Zombie. Yeah. But then the new. Hey, never mind part three, four, five, six, yeah. seven. Never mind part two. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. So, like, I guess I, I, I consider that a, a remake, reboot. You know, so I guess two times. That's what I'm saying. Of the continuation, because yeah. and they're still going. Yeah. So now they're going from that, the first one to that one to more of those. Yeah. So somewhere, so somebody, is- somewhere, somebody got their hands on the almanac and went back. <laughs> yeah. To nineteen, to nineteen seventy nine. Yeah. Skewered everything into a tangent, yeah. and now <laughs> Doc Brown's losing his shit because he's like, but it, but he. Marty, the remake in Halloween. Her, he was her brother, Marty. Yeah. Yeah. Doc, Doc, what are you doing? I've lost her, Marty. There's nothing left for me here. All right, but that's why you got to come back with me. Where? Back to the future. Right. Let's get going. Great. Gentlemen, excuse me, but my friend and I have to catch a train. Here's to you, Blacksmith, <laughs> and to the future. Amen. Oh, shit. So, yeah. So, remake after remake after remake. And then we got Eggers. Thank you. Um, all right. Sam so, Eggers won't get half the attention that the remakes are going to get. Yeah. But, you know, we'll see. Uh, all right. So, Snyder Cut, right? We heard that's coming, all that stuff. So, the Snyder Cut inspires. Uh, the Snyder Cut has Paul W.S. Anderson dreaming about restoring his complete event horizon. He's dreaming because they don't know where the rest of that footage went. He's saying he'll reshoot it. Really? Yeah. He's just going to get the porno actors and everybody uh, back? I don't know. So uh, it says here uh, he's dreaming to restore that. Uh, it says there are bits and pieces of Event Horizon that turn up every so often, a little bit on VHS here or there. I think, unfortunately, the bulk of it was taken out of the movie has been lost. I think the only way to truly recreate the lost cut of Event Horizon, which was the original cut I presented to the studio that they were so horrified by because it was pretty extreme. I think the only way to recreate that is actually to shoot new material. But who knows in the world of Snyder Cut of Justice League? Come on, Paramount Picture. All I need is a bit of money, and I can go and shoot all of that stuff with Jolie Richardson and Lawrence Fishburne and Jason Isaacs. A little bit of de-aging, and we can just go shoot the whole thing again. That's not going to happen. Let's let's de-age... Uh, de-age, de- de-age and de-fat Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, <laughs> and you're gonna have to make your Sam Neil look like thirty years younger. Yeah, because he looks like hell. Have you seen him lately? I seen him with the Jurassic Park shit. With uh, with it, uh, with uh, what's his face, Jeff Goldblum? Well, like I mean, in you regular know, you life, you know they're all you know they're all back for the le- for the final one, right? Yeah, yeah. But have you seen? There was like a a video of Jeff Goldblum and him talking like regular like regular folks. Yeah. Like not Hollywood setting, and Sam Neil looked 
Like, he didn't know where he was. Well, Jeff, I mean, Sam Neill was probably like 15 years older and, than Jeff Goldblum when they made that. And uh, Jeff Goldblum was being Jeff Goldblum. And uh, you could tell Sam Neill was just like, like, you weren't like this before. What happened to you? Well, you just you jumped right into that persona. You <laughs> you're just gonna own that because you used to just be a regular dude, man. Like, are you Jeff Goldblum or Ted Danson? Yeah. So I mean, the I mean, if he wants to, if he if he needs money from Paramount, he should do you know a little crowdfund and uh, you know make a make a new movie. I mean, an original it, movie for when it came out. Yeah. But when it came out, I still it love would been, it. Would have been brutal. I still love it. By today's standards, would it really be that bad? Uh, watching demons butt fuck each other, yeah. I mean, space forget, demons. We're we're living in a society where Lars von Trier superimposes porn star genitalia. Yeah, but the that's kid, just that's just the kid from Even Steven. That's just try hard bullshit. But I mean, that's called art. Yeah, it's try hard art. Right, but uh, if they uh, if he did decide to do that, you know he's gonna need some uh, special effects. And you can get your special effects from Moochie.com. Professional quality prosthetics and special effects makeup all year round. Use your special discount code from us, Mandy Strange, for fifteen percent off your order. M A N D I E S T R A N G E. And speaking of horror all year round, hit up HorrorMerch.com. They have tons of cool shit. Oh, yeah. Use code SSP for 20% off. That's SSP for Strange Show Podcast. It's our own little code. You're welcome. 20% off uh, anything that is not already discounted, men's and women's shirts. HorrorMerch.com. That's right. Uh, This episode is brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee. Uh, getdeadly.com coffee to die for. And now for our feature presentation. It's the most magical time of the year. When traditions are honored. And the youngest among us still believe in the spirit of the season. We found something else than just plain rocks and dirt. This mountain is like a giant icebox. For storing what? Drill deeper. Prepare the dynamite. You have a grave to rob. Minkälaiset sulet tekee? Hyvä, joo. Isa! Vetti on viety! We have Santa Claus. Selitä sille, että... 
Meillä on täällä pukki myytävänä. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. And he doesn't give up. This Christmas, everyone will believe in Santa Claus. In 2010, everyone will believe in Santa Claus. This Christmas, everyone will believe in Santa Claus. This holiday season, the real Santa Claus is coming to town. You thought you didn't believe in Santa Claus anymore? From the land of the original Santa Claus. Be ready to believe in Santa again. In the depths of the Corva Tenturi Mountains, 486 meters deep, lies the closest ever guarded secret of Christmas. The time has come to dig it up. This Christmas, everyone will believe in Santa Claus. Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale, is a 2010 Finnish fantasy film written and directed by Jomari Hillander about people living near the Corvictantori Mountain who discover the secret behind Santa Claus. The film is based on the 2003 short film Rare Exports, Inc. and its 2005 sequel, Rare Exports, The Official Safety Instructions, uh, written by both uh, Jomari Hillander and Juso Hillander. Uh, and involve a company that traps wild Santa Clauses and trains and exports them to locations around the world. So who are the rare experts that are in this movie? Uh, we have one Oni to- Tomilla. Tomilla. He's the, uh, he, he's played Peter, but uh, they say, Pitari, Pitari, don't go in there. Uh- and uh, he is known for rare exports and big game. Yeah, He's know. also the son of actor Jomo Tamila. Oh. And scenic designer Ida Halander Tamila. There we go. This was a family affair. Oh, his, un- his uncle is Jamal. Jamari. Jamal. Oh, my goodness. Jamal. His uncle Jamal. is Jamal. 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 And Jamal. Jusel and Jorma, and there's a lot of Jonathan's and Jens. Joffrey's. There's a lot <clears> of <throat> Yeah. Uh, but yeah, everybody else is unclickable. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a lot of Icelandic, uh, I'm, ass- I'm assuming, uh, either independent film actors or of some right. sort of caliber of, of Icelandic acting guild. But um, yeah. Uh, and like you mentioned, the 2003 short film. Did you guys watch that at all? No, I did not get a chance to check that out. It's a little darker, obviously, because it's uh, independent. Uh, yep. Has a little more grit. Nice uh, to it. Uh, so I do suggest uh, watching those two for like accompaniment. Yeah. Um, but you can find those on YouTube. Um, but uh, all right, so this is Ryan's pick. For the holidays. I had never seen it. Me either. Um, at all. I had seen it like in passing. 
and maybe heard a few people talk about it. Same. But I was like, what are we watching? He's like that. And I'm like, huh. Because I had just heard about it. It caught my attention just because it seemed like I've seen it in passing like everyone else, but it seemed like it was just a little bit more everywhere this year. Yeah. yeah. Other shows that we're friends with, they were talking about it. Other people that I know were like, I'm watching this movie almost like it just came out this year. Yeah. I think it would just became available on Shudder. Right. We're very tapped into Shudder and so is everyone else. And that's in the recently added. I think a lot of people were probably like, you know what? I never watched that. It's on Shudder? Yeah. Uh, as I, I watched it on uh, on Prime. That's, that's why it's that's on crap. Cool. It's also it's also on Hulu too, I think. Is it? Wow, it's everywhere Maybe. then. Fuck. Dodson. Dodson, we've got Dodson here. See, nobody cares. Nice hat. They're trying to look like a secret agent. It's everywhere and it is a fantasy film. Yeah, it is. I don't want to shit on the movie. Um too much cuz I, I feel <laughs> for it being like a 10-year-old movie. Um, and being a foreign film and having like some English overtones to it, I think it's it was well made. Um, and uh, I I enjoy I enjoyed the movie. I wouldn't say as, to go as far as saying it was like awesome or like amazing or mind blowing, but um, you know, I thought the plot was pretty interesting, to say the least. But um, yeah. It was a little hard for me to get into, but it wasn't terrible. Yeah. The cinematographer for this film deserved an award. Yeah, I was going to say that's the one. It was I I personally thought it was beautifully shot. Correct. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought a lot of the choices that they made um, for the the shooting styles and the interchanging of, of speeds and just it would go into that grand landscape shot yeah and just wide shots into these it's i just felt like that was that to me in all honesty was the shining star of this film i i too i, I this agree could have been, this could have been very boring but they made mundane and this movie's not mundane let me no, rephrase no, that no, cuz the movie's not mundane it's very grandiose in story yeah but it's they made like these these random epic moments yeah happen that were almost jerry bruckheimer-esque well like when that there's was this... missing the doves when he jumps off the when he jumps off the big uh the big net full of kids and yeah, bags when they did that all was missing was the doves flying out yeah. behind him and and uh the scene where the little kid uh peter's getting out of the jeep when they were like stay here and like they're having this standoff and people yep. are getting killed around them, and he gets out all slow mo with his pup, with like his little plush puppy, whatever. And then he goes to the the door, the the bay that says twenty four, and it's like the advent calendar. And he's like the last uh, door. It's a great shot. <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, that's why I want to say I do want to say I selected this movie because there is certain areas where it's classified mm-hmm. or sites. That I that I looked it up on, that did classify it with some horror elements. Yeah, but upon watching this, I got nothing. Uh, I think that it was more of the the setting of uh, like the unknown and 
just the whole like exploration thing um and then like meeting because this this movie is um is uh immersed in the folklore of yes. uh kind of like uh because they even hint at the uh uh what's the 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 fucking creature's name um uh the julu pookie or whatever it is basically it looked like uh and an uh, ice encased uh, fucking Krampus, but it's not that. Yeah. It's not that at all. But no, that's just that Santa. Yeah. So where I now we've talked about the good. I do want to mention where this movie fell flat with me. Yeah. I really, really, really was not happy with how we didn't get Santa. And this big grandiose monster didn't come out didn't come out they blew it up yeah well that's that's the whole thing of triumph over uh uh impending doom i really wanted to see that thing come out yeah just to see what there and i get it it was that what you don't see thing like here's these massive horns coming out of the ice and yeah. that's all you got and and what's clearly a massive body inside the ice yeah with a heartbeat you can hear through the ice Yes, I just wanted to see it come out. Yeah, um, I felt like uh, the movie for like the pacing, um, it was okay. Um, it just at some points I felt like let's get to it, and then like the third yeah. half of the movie was when actually like the final act, I guess you could say, um, is when I was more engrossed in the film. As far as like, cause like no one believed in Pe no one believed in Peter. No one thought of him as being useful throughout the whole movie. Um, and then he ended up being, you know, the guy calling the shots and taking basically falling on the sword and like tell my dad I did this when he thought he was gonna die by a thousand dicks. You know, it's, uh, you know I'm pretty. I'm sure I I could go the rest of. 2020 without it without seeing another dick right now that was a lot of dicks i was very quickly very and very quickly when they when they started showing like silhouette thing i was like oh cool they're gonna do like a changeling type deal or like a little monster nope just old men dick and old lady titties fucking yeah. running around because there was because there was a there was some girls in there involved too because there's santa's helpers not Santa. Yeah, were, those so. were supposed to be the elves. Yeah, but which uh, those elves are the size of humans, regular people. Regular. Yeah. So you just got regular, well, regular dude dick coming out. Well, it, they were kind of smaller than the Icelandic badasses that were flying fucking helicopters and shooting elk and all this stuff. So, like in comparison, yeah, because they even called the dude that gets off the plane, which is like the main. The the main guy, I forget his fucking name, but the guy that basically starts the excavation, uh, they're like, what a midget when he gets off the fucking... <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, he is fucking short. So I, it ties into that whole fantasy aspect of the film where, like, you could see, like, he's not legit, like, a little person or an elf, but just a small man of stature. And then they got the... The you know the 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 snowflake sign and all this stuff, so it's kind of tied into the Santa thing. But they these guys hijacked their operation 
you know, or they they not hijack the operation, but um, they uh, seize the opportunity to uh, start a new business. Um, that would see that I loved with the film. I loved the tw- the the twist ending where I thought the movie was over, and then it's getting closer to next Christmas. Yep, and they're teaching. I mean, because the elves once Santa's destroyed, they go stupid. Yeah. They don't know what to do. They're not. It was a hive mind, right? That's yeah, what it was. Pretty it was much. a hive mind. Yeah. And they destroyed the mind, and the hive went stupid. Yeah. And now they're teaching them how to be what I'm assuming are mall Santas. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, with the weird, creepy Icelandic dolls. Yeah. And the dad on the. It was. It, it got very. I liked it because it was very obscure. Yeah. And random and kind of absurd for the ending. They're packaging up these grown men dressed as Santa yeah. in big boxes and doing the whole Indiana Walk. Jones. Indiana, yeah. like they're being hidden where the ark is. Yeah, yeah. Kind of thing. Dude, that whole scene, does uh, that mean, all right, because we're, we're, we're jumping around, but uh, when the kid is in, when they, because. When all this shit happens, like they, they're, they're all their reindeer are dead. They're basically bankrupt because now they can't, like, you know, harvest the meat and sell it off or whatever they're gonna do with it. Because it was like four hundred and eighty, I think they said like four hundred and eighty, like reindeer were dead or some shit like that. Something crazy. Um, and uh, but like uh, you know, and all the kids started disappearing in town. And like all the shit, so it's kind of like I think like that's the the horror aspect of it, of like kids getting snatched up, things getting killed and mauled, um, and then like what is it? And then they end up oh, being. He also bit that dude's ear off. Yeah, um, and then like you know, even the part where like they they're doing the exchange, like you know, when he calls in on the radio, and then the guy finds his wife's hair dryer, um, and then like he goes. You know, act, you know, like, uh, smile, be nice. This is not Santa. Cause you see, like, the flash. Cause it's evil. It's, it's to yeah. an extent, it's evil. You know what I mean? So, like, and that's, they're saying, like, but is it evil because it's, it's not, it's not an evil, like, um, just like for evil's sake. It's just like, you know, it, it turns, I guess, to a, and it kills you if you're not nice because it killed off all the dudes, the initial right. dudes, mm-hmm. um, because they were crass and fucking, you know. But uh, that was I, I did like the touch of the card. Yeah. Hand this card out. No swearing. No yeah. smoking. Yeah. Be nice. Because like that guy knew what the issues were like, you know, and like the kid realizing like, you know, like. We got, we can, the elves are not going to leave until like all the kids are gone or whatever. They're going to, they're protecting, like, I guess the kids to an extent. They're offering. Yeah. So, um, but I thought that part was cool when, uh, you know, they're like, you're going to listen to me and shut the fuck up. We're going to get these kids out of here. And then, like, that part was redonkulous CGI. But, uh, it was, but I, I I appreciated the uh, the attempt at it. Yeah, yeah. 
where I was like, okay, I get it. You know, it's gotta be this way. You know, he's got no gloves on in one scene and the next he does. I was like, got got a little cold out there, huh? (laughs) Between takes. (laughs) But, uh, I mean, the effects in this, what do you guys think? I mean, there wasn't like a ton of like non-action related CGI. Right. Okay. There so, wasn't a lot in this. I really liked the touch of, like I said, I wish we could have seen Santa, yeah. but I really liked the touch of the massive horns coming out. Because yeah. I'm sitting there watching it going, so is this going to be a Krampus movie? Yeah. And right. no, it's not a Krampus movie. It's This is the real Santa. Yeah. This is where real Santa Claus, real Santa Claus didn't fuck around. He just killed you. Yeah. Or gave you a present. <laughs> yeah. A death, uh, a present of death. Um, but yeah, Nothing so that really stood out to me for that, honestly. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like more the aesthetic. I, I, I was yeah. really more the aesthetic was very uh, believable in that point of them being like, you know, ice farmers and fucking yep. having to do, you know, sustain off the land and you know subsist off the off the land. So. Uh, in a, in like in like organic um, ambiance, I, I I I found that to be like believable. Definitely. I really wish they had brought the wolves into play. Yeah, yeah. that would have been that awesome. they made such a big to do over these wolves yeah. to never actually get them. Yeah. Was another like I feel like they made this with I mean it was made. In 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 film in the filmmaking world, it was made with a modest budget of a million bucks total. I'm assuming uh, it was made for around a million, and it made back around four million. Mm. So it made back its money and then some. But nice. I so, mean, you could tell a lot of that money went into. I, I they built a giant hangar. Yeah, well, yeah, they had the set. On the on the rocks and all that stuff, but um, yeah, I mean that's the thing. That's a testament. Two thousand three, they made a six minute fucking short movie, which legit is the whole plot of this movie, but condensed to about six minutes. Um, and then they went with like, here are the instructions on how to handle your Santa once he arrives, and like all this stuff, and like the so like this this is just an like an expansion of like the original thought and idea and like giving you the nuances of like the inner workings of everybody involved. So, so what you're telling me is that the short films explain what they don't explain in this, uh, to an extent. Yeah. Like, so you're saying here's your instructions with your Santa. So basically that card, the guy was handing out. Yeah. So there people are buying their own Santa Clauses. In, the, in this fantasy world, yeah, yeah, they're like, "Here's your pet Santa." Yeah, do it's kind of like, stuff a, or he'll kill your whole fucking family. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, if I was a mall, you know, if I was a mall owner, uh, I probably uh, hire these guys. These guys just, to uh, just sounds like a lawsuit waiting to happen. <laughs> no, what happened? Somebody sneezed, and Jimmy didn't say "God bless you," and <laughs> Santa bit his throat out. Yeah, Christmas goat. So, uh, so these guys, so like we mentioned earlier, they're uh, Julu Puki. Uh, the name literally means Christmas goat or Yule goat in Finnish. 
Uh, the word Pookie comes from the uh, Teutonic root uh, back, uh, which is a cognate of the English buck and means billy goat. Uh, an old Scandinavian custom. The figure is now event, uh, conflated with Santa Claus. Uh, and it's originally a pagan tradition. So goat man uh, says that a man turned into a goat goat man on Christmas Eve. So, Just the size of a fucking airplane hanger. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 Krampus, but that's, but finish instead of but, whatever. So in Finland, Krampus and Santa are one and the same. Yeah, pretty much. So like he'll kill you. Like I said, I didn't shit. really know what we were getting into when I picked this. No, just, I like I said, that's what I didn't want to shit on it because I it's a good movie. Um, it's just I, it's not what I thought yeah. we were getting when yeah, I picked yeah, it. Yeah, I mean Shutter Shutter's putting it out. Yeah, Roger Ebert also raved about it. Yeah, they're, uh, you know, it's it's got elements of suspense and, you know, unknowing, like, you know, what's, what's going to happen. I mean, and it deals with, you know, it comes with the, like, yeah, sure, the adults are present, but it's really the tale of uh, the coming of age of the kid through the whole, the whole thing. You know what I mean? Because legit. In the beginning of the movie, they, he's basically invisible. His dad tells him, close your eyes. Dad's working in here while his dad's fucking chopping up that whole pig. And then, like, when they're like, hey, can someone open the fence? They fucking pick him up and throw him to the side. Like, like a sack of potatoes. Oh, that wasn't even a pickup. The dad just fucking body checked him. Yeah. And so he just like, ate snow. You know, for then for him to be like, if I die, I die, but I saved everybody, you know, moment. And then his dad's like, you're, you know, you're a good man. And uh, he's like, you too, dad. Well, that's uh, that finish bonding. You know, and then it's like, and then, but then it immediately turned into, uh, we got a hundred, what did he say? Like 136 Santa's helpers. Like what's, how much is one? He's like $85,000. And then he's like, what's the math on that? And he's like, 16 million. So that's the thing. It's like a rent a center for Santa Clauses. Cause I'm assuming those yeah. guys come back. You know, I don't think it's like a one and done. I think it's like a rent them every year type of deal. We'll send them back. We'll clean them up, hose them down, and then you can get them back. You know? But uh, yeah, I thought it was a good movie. It's a good pick. I didn't I didn't think it was bad. No, like no. I said, I just it's not what I was expecting. Yeah. I didn't I didn't think it lived up to the hype train. Uh, 90% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I don't know. Again, yeah. I don't think it was terrible. I just it, I yeah. it wasn't for me maybe. Yeah. Didn't love it. Yeah. So it says it's got deadpan comedy and mm -hmm. Christmas horror. Yeah, that deadpan comedy yeah. gets lost in that finished yeah. translation. Well, yeah. And I'm wondering if maybe that's where some of it was lost for me. I just kind of, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like a, Not like to a, dog, like you said, Angel, because there were good things about it, but. Yeah. Beautifully shot. Yeah. Beautifully I shot. I agree with that. For 100%. Sure. And, the, and the concept and the idea and all the, you know. Yeah. 100%. 100%. 
Haunted percent Interesting to say the least. I think still definitely worth a watch. Would it, have, would it have changed the movie for you if they let Santa out of that ice? Yeah. Because I, I mean, feel like this just would have been the end of everything. That thing would have gotten out, and that would have been the end of the movie. It would have killed everybody. Yeah, yeah, and I think that that's they knew that, and that's why they blew. Right. They're like, there's gonna be nobody left. Yeah. If that thing gets out. Yeah, because if Brian, because if Brian Green here killed everybody in the encampment, slaughtered all our fucking elk, and yep. bit that guy's fucking face off, like, what is the guy with the big horns gonna do? <laughs> if this fucking old man that I found in a hole, yeah, uh, is is this dangerous? So. No, I'm, what I'm wondering is, were the kids an offering? Like, you little yeah. shits are going in the bag. Well, I mean, I don't. Was he gonna eat the kids? They said were that they that. Up his meal for him? I think he might have, because they said they made him a nest. So, so that was food, probably. Yeah, so I think that that would it would have been at at the uh, the the creatures or Santa Claus's discretion. Yeah. Well, because um, you thought your childhood was rough. Try growing up <laughs> in a country where they teach you that Santa might just kill you. Yeah, might eat. That's that good. That's why he was scared because he was like, yo, Santa was at my fucking window last night. He unplugged the lights <laughs> to make it dark. And I'm running around out here in my underwear. And my dad doesn't give a shit about me. I'm dead meat, bro. Fucking dead meat if Santa Claus comes out. Because that's legit. Like him and the mullet kid were like, you better not say nothing that we were up there like looking for, looking for clues about Santa Claus. Because like from the get-go, they knew... That that was the mountain where that originated from. You know what I mean? They weren't right. You well, know. just the little guy. The the other kids were laughing at him. Yeah, because he still believed in Santa. Pretty but, much. I mean, you saw it from the beginning. He was. You could look at that kid and go, "He's going to be the one that does something." I thought he was going to be. See, I had higher hopes and aspirations for the film. I was uh, that kid was my pick for sole survivor. Okay. Not, yeah, not three people are gonna die in the whole movie, and none of it being the main characters. All right, all right, we can't, you know, can't have a have it all. No, he does look like Bjork though, so I'll give him that. <laughs> he looks like a young Bjork. Yes, he does. So, um, but yeah, Shutter, Tubi, Hulu, Prime. Almost all the things on this on this episode. Well, depending on when you're listening to us, right? You might have to search around, but you'll find it. Rare exports, 2010. Plug it in, plug it in. I think that's it. What do you What do you think? Yeah, I think so for sure. I think you should uh, make sure you check out thedorkening.com for other shows from the network. Oh, word? Like who? Including shows like Black and White Fright. Woo! Throwdown Thursdays. Yippee! The Horror Squad. Yes. Featuring Joe Manganero. Ooh, the Joe Manganero show. Retro, <laughs> retro. Gotta give it out retro, to retro. Re- retro Redoctopus. Yes. Uh, There's a lot of them. We're the best one, though, so. Anyway. Yeah, we just yeah. talk a lot of shit. That's what we do. I mean... 
That's, yeah. That is what we do. Uh, but you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever a podcast dwells, as well as all your favorite social media platforms at That Straight Show. The boys and the girls, every single one of them. Uh, but yeah, so uh, as always, thanks for getting down and dirty with us, right? Uh, yes. Hope you guys had a good holiday season, and we'll be back after the new year to keep kicking your ass with more strange and unusual dad jokes and the occasional floppy floppy. Until next time, have a good holiday and a happy new year. And remember, strange is better. Oh!